0: We believe in functional mental wellness, a holistic approach to mental health. We know that there's hope for those of us who have experienced trauma, even profound trauma, and that's why we created The Universe Is Your Therapist podcast. We believe whether you call it God, the universe, source, unity, or love, that there is something much greater than us that conspires for our good. We envision a world of healing and connection, and we teach you simple but powerful practices that integrate your mind, body, and spirit so that you can come home to your highest self and your truest identity. You are not broken, you are loved, and you can heal. My name is Amy Hoyt, and together with my sister Lena, we will take you on a journey of healing and self-discovery.
1: Thanks for joining us for this podcast of the universe is your therapist. We're excited to speaking in with Dr. Gina Hoyt, who's a medical doctor, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about how fast food when we have toxic stress can seem like an easy solution or why when we have toxic stress or trauma, why we are so drawn to carbohydrates and sugars and fats. Um, so, this episode, we'll talk a little bit about what the body craves under toxic stress and when um, having been affected by trauma. Thanks, Dr. Gina, for joining us again. It's great to see you. And this time, I see we did not wear matching shirts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi, Lena. It's so nice to talk with you again. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about what we were talking about right before we started recording, which is how it, we can get into this vicious cycle and then um, through no fault of our own, but then it's very difficult to break.
2: Well, Lena, when I think about fast food, I like to think about what's going in our lives behind the scenes that's driving us to maybe need fast food. There's a lot of different reasons that we might need to eat fast. And usually most of those reasons are stressful. So we might be really tired or we're exhausted or we're in a hurry. We're in a rush. We don't have time. So we're feeling really pressed or maybe we're feeling like we need an emotional break. Um, and that's a way to kind of treat ourselves or sometimes we're just starving. And so those are all kind of stressful circumstances that might drive us to fast food when we might not normally have a planned outing or be planning to eat fast.
1: I was thinking about what you were saying uh, earlier, Gina, and contemplating that the reason I usually pick fast food is either because I'm so hungry and I can't, um, I don't have like the brain power to figure out a better option, or... If I do have the brain power to figure out a better option, I just want something that's comforting.
2: Yeah, I've definitely been there before where you're just feeling a little bit foggy and you're like, I just know I need some calories. I need some glucose. I need something to help. That's definitely um, part of it. All of these situations that we're talking about here increase our cortisol levels a little bit. And cortisol is this. A hormone that comes from these little teeny tiny glands that sit on the top of our kidneys and they produce our adrenaline and noradrenaline uh, and they this they pump this stuff out this cortisol that helps us be driven uh, to seek out higher calorie higher sugars higher fat foods and this was really helpful back in the day when we Needed the cortisol to help us fight tigers or danger and things like that. Uh, We needed our muscles to be absolutely primed and they need glucose to do that. And we needed our brain to be really sharp and they need glucose to do that. So this is our body's way of saying you need something. And it kicks into this little bit of a fight or flight mode and causes us to start looking immediately for food. What can I grab? What can I Get immediately that's going to help me feel better. And it's just a natural biological drive. <laughs> that's the way I like to think of it when I'm wanting fast food. Gina, how do we combat then?
1: Are, do you have any suggestions for some small ways that we can start um, doing something different so that we are not so caught up in this cortisol stress cycle and that we can grab something fast and easy that isn't necessarily fast food? Yeah, there's a lot of alternatives that we can do that don't um, end up causing us in the long run
2: to have these increased feelings of tiredness, irritability, anxiousness, lacking focus. The irony about fast food or these highly processed foods that are highly refined is that they seem like they're going to be helpful in the moment, but over time they actually cause the exact same symptoms that we're trying to kind of get ourselves out of. So there's a few things that we can do. Occasional fast food definitely has saved my bacon before. So I definitely feel like on occasion these are great, but regularly eating them is problematic
1: to our mood. One thing that I like to do, Gina, when I'm trying to avoid fast food is I like to remember that anything that I eat from my house is way less money and is likely to be way healthier for me. It doesn't always work. It depends on how um, dysregulated I am emotionally and physiologically. Mm -hmm. But that is one thing that I try to keep in mind. Unfortunately, I don't love a lot of fruit, but I love vegetables and vegetables. The vegetables I like, I like to have them roasted or sauteed. And that takes a little bit of time. So it's not super fast. Mm -hmm. so what do you Mm -hmm. recommend yeah
2: yeah definitely I'm going to give you some tips because what you said is so true almost without exception you're going to consume a higher number of calories lower nutritionally dense food fast food you're at home you're almost almost without exception going to get more brain foods like um, lower calories, lower cost, which leads to better mood and less anxiety too for the financial reasons. So you're right, eating at home is definitely better, but we can't always, logic doesn't always work in those moments when we're activated, our cortisol's going, we're hungry, and we're in stress. So I'm going to give you tips to maybe do some things ahead of time that maybe it won't eliminate it, but like we always say, kind of like maybe it'll reduce it, that the the feelings of, Uh, running through that fast food line when you're having those moments so one thing I like to do is have snacks in the car and uh, things that are stable in the car would be things like nuts so I have just a little bag of sunflower seeds that I eat in the car Um, trail mix things that aren't going to go bad necessarily in a week or two just sitting in a place in your car so that when you're in, in those moments you can eat them they're very filling and so, you may have just what you need calorically to get you out of that mode, that emergency mode that you might be in um, to get you home. <laughs> on the drive home from work, I like to have, uh, save from my lunch, one baggie of vegetables that are already pre cut or an apple so that I eat that on the way home. It helps me feel less guilty about fruits and vegetables in my meal when I know that I'm eating them on the way home. And it gets me, uh, away from the fast food lines that I'm driving past at, on the way home and also like uh, gets me through dinner prep so I'm more satisfied to get through and take the time it takes to dinner prep. My other tip is just to have some five-minute dinners thought out on hand ahead of time that you can just throw together in literally five minutes. That's the same amount of time it takes to drive through a drive-through, even less in some cases. So This would be like um, um, bean dip with tortilla chips with a little bit of salad on the side or rice and beans, pre-cooked rice with beans. Um, A sandwich, even a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is healthier for you and more of a brain food. Any kind of sandwich, turkey with avocado, that would be great brain food for you. Um, Our newest thing that we're doing here at home is buying the naan that are pre-made and making pizzas on those. And that literally takes five minutes, a little bit of pizza sauce some cheese, some toppings, vegetables, and we're done. So um, you're not going to eat like that every night, like a five minute meal. But when you're in that crisis mode, having those on hand, five minute meals already kind of thought out can be really helpful. And it's sort of like the good, better, best, you know, it's You're not always going to eat at a five-star restaurant or make a huge meal. Sometimes you need a 20-minute meal, and sometimes you literally do need a five-minute meal. And if you have some of them planned out ahead of time, it can help prevent those from being fast food, five-minute meals. So the goal is really just crisis management and having a few tools on hand uh, beforehand to prevent those emergencies. It's really a win-win when we can lower our
1: anxiety when we're already feeling anxious by eating healthy. I love those suggestions, Gina. Those are great. One thing I forgot to say that I do sometimes is I use my crock pot a lot. And here Mm -hmm. in the Midwest, it is very, very hot right now. And if I use my crock pot in the morning, then I have a meal to come home to and eat. Wonderful.
2: I know that instant cookers, instant pressure cookers have really changed the way that people are able to prepare meals a lot quicker. So that's a great tip. Using your crock pot, using your freezer, use your freezer. It's great. Anytime you've cooked a meal and you have leftovers, soup or anything like that, it can go right in the freezer for a five minute meal with the grilled cheese or um, a sandwich.
1: That's awesome. Well, thank you, Gina, for joining us. We are so glad to get some practical tools and advice, and we welcome you to continue to add your micro steps of adding fruit and vegetable servings to your day as you continue on your journey to heal from toxic stress, trauma, and learn how to live a more beautiful, full, healthy, happy life. We enjoyed having you here, and
0: we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to go deeper on this subject or any other subjects we've covered in the podcast, we are so excited to be launching our signature membership program at mendingtrauma.com. This is a trauma-informed mental health membership where we combine clinically effective practices, courses, and mentoring while putting you in the driver's seat. We teach you how to heal your trauma with the latest research combining mind, body, and spirit. We want to walk you through a healing journey while also empowering you. If you have felt this episode is helpful, we would absolutely love if you would go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your pods and give us a review. We'd also love it if you would share it with someone you think it might help. Tag us on social media at mendingtrauma.com or at amyhoitphd. We would love to reshare. And also, if there's anything we can do to help, we would love to hear from you. Email info at mendingtrauma.com. Give us your suggestions or topics you want to hear about. We would absolutely love to be of more service to you. We're so excited because we have so many good episodes coming up in season two, and we can't wait to go on this journey with you.